0: Hello, welcome to the Mindset and Mastery Show with your host, George Reister. To go to podcast, make sure you subscribe. And I want to also remind you that this is what I call my year of giving, giving everything that I have to inspire and encourage you to be the best that you can be. We've got a lineup this year that you won't believe. Each and every guest that comes on is going to be here for you. Also, remember, St. Jude is my choice of philanthropy this year. Please, if you find it in your heart, make sure you go to St. Jude and donate. You can find their donate button, button on my website, on any of my social media pages, and just give. And like I said last time, you don't always have to give money. You can always send gifts of love. You can send letters to the children. You can do whatever your, your heart and whatever you're led to do. Also, St. Jude, the families that go there, the children that there that are there, they don't pay one penny while they're there. St. Jude's total mission is to make sure that families focus on healing. So I want to encourage you, join me, partner with me, and be a giver this year. All right, we'll come back in a moment with our special guest. Listen, I told you this was going to be yummy, yummy, delicious, and it was also going to be really informative and and is gonna really bless a lot of people. I'm back with part two of my brother, Eric Alexander, sharing his journey of life transformation and what God has done for him to bring him to the point where he is now and continue the story. Part two, let's go Eric. I I can't wait for everybody to get this part. George, I'm so excited about
1: what God has done in my life. You know, I, I have to give him all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, give him all the credit. You know, a lot of people try to tell me, "Oh, you got to take some credit because you got to do it." You yeah, understand that? But my, the, what I have to do does not take supersede what God did because He allowed that. That you know, because I, I don't. He didn't give me what I deserved. Mm-hmm. He did not give me what I deserved. You know, uh, matter of fact, He gave me way more than what I deserved. On top of that, you know, I was thinking earlier about how. Uh, You know, when somebody uh, give you access, you know, and that's what really happened to me. God says, well, since you really want to change, you really want to know me, I'm going to give you access. First of all, I know you're broken. You don't have anything. You wasted everything you had out there in the world, out there in the drugs. You don't have nothing, but I'm going to give you access to what belongs to me now. Mm -hmm. So you want to know if I'm real. I'm going to give you access to what I still have. You done messed yours off. Wow. So I'm going to give you access. That's just like, George, if you give me access to your house and you're going to go on a trip to Brazil and you say, uh, Eric, I'm going to give you access to my, good friend of mine, I'm going to give you access to my house and uh, mm. while I'm gone. So you come back and you find your house all tore up and messed up and flipped up. Well, you're going to think twice before you ever give me access <laughs> yes. to your house again. You know what I mean? So the same way with uh, God had, you know, he one gave me life and, 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 you know, and I did not treat it with respect or honor or or even thank him for it. So he gave me access when I decided to really uh, ask him to come into my life and come into my heart. You know, he gave me access to what was his and uh, he didn't give me the conditions, but I, I realized when he gave me access that I didn't deserve it and that there had to be some conditions on it and the conditions was based on how I treated what he gave me access to so i had to be more responsible i had to matter of fact let me give you a good example uh when i came out of prison uh young lady that i'm married to right now george been Mm. married to her (laughs) been with her 16 years we've been listening we've had our ups and downs but for the most part it's been a blessed a wonderful marriage and uh it still is to this day so i want to say this because when i came out of prison never before i felt like If uh, I'm uh, going to co-inhabit or live under the same roof with uh, a woman, uh, at some point, we are going to be having uh, physical relations.
0: Mm -hmm. And I knew
1: because when I was in prison, I was making a dedication to God that if I did, outside of the confinements of marriage, that God would not honor it.
0: Mm, okay, and I knew that
1: that probably could cause me to go back to using drugs, and I definitely did not want to go back to the places I had had enough of that life. Like I said, thirty-four years of living a life that's not pleasing to God. So I remember me and her was riding, and I asked her to marry me. You uh, know, I think she was surprised yeah. because I had told her that I'd never marry another woman again. You know, after my marriage to my first wife failed. And I put, you know, my heart was devastated by all the things that I did to her. what that she did to me and mm-hmm. what I did to her. My heart was devastated mm-hmm. by that. And I just didn't want to uh, put nobody else through something, the possibility of something like that. So I had previously told her that I didn't want to marry uh, another woman again. But while I was incarcerated, uh, for the 14 months of the last time I was ever incarcerated, this woman came to see me in prison every every wow. day. I said, every weekend. So I tried to tell her, I said, listen, go on with your life. You know, because I've done this my whole life to women. I'm involved with this, that, and the other. She said, nope, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. She said, because when I look at you, I don't see that person who did all that. I see somebody totally different. Wow. And this woman prayed wow. for me. I know she prayed for me. She still prayed for me to this day. This woman was so devout and devoted uh, to her family. She's very family-orientated, uh, never did drugs or alcohol in her life. You see wow. what I'm saying? So So so, so that how did that you meet was the first access? That was the first access God gave me access to something that I didn't deserve, you know. So
0: how how did you meet her? If you were incarcerated she was coming to see you, how did all that happen? I met her prior to getting incarcerated
1: at the VA okay. hospital.
0: So I was okay, yes. at the
1: VA hospital. I was a, okay. a patient at the VA hospital, and I kind of, you know, kept pushing myself up on. Let's be honest. Yes, kept of course. myself up on this woman. <laughs> years, years, have told me, shown me how to push up on something <laughs> like, like somebody. But you know, when I got to meet her, you know, I just couldn't see myself taking her through some of the same stuff that I took other women through. And then when I uh, had my last out, and, uh, and she I was joy so deep in the streets and messed up, man. And she used to still beg me to come home to her. And I was like, why would you want me to come home to you? And here it is, I'm doing all this. Go on, you should get you a doctor or a lawyer or something. She said, no, the Lord said, you're going to be my husband. Ooh. Yep, sure did. And when I came out of prison, I asked her to marry me. And she married me. And uh, that was one of the first things. And uh, while I was in prison too, the Lord told me that I was going to preach. Wow. Yes, he did. He told me I was going to preach, George. And it blew my mind. I was like, me? I'm a preaching of what I'm gonna preach about. Yeah. And I realized now today from, from me coming out of prison and, and the first thing I did 48 hours after I got released from prison, I went to this ministry that actually the home office in Memphis uh uh was a was a shelter that helped me, uh, you know, gave me an opportunity to get off the streets and try to uh get to know Christ again and get my life together. I went back to this place of so the the uh place in Little Rock, Arkansas, that's under that same umbrella, went to the place uh, 48 hours after I got out of prison and told the pastor at the time, I said, "Uh, uh the Lord told me to come up here and ask to volunteer up here, Uh, you know, because if I don't, then I'm going to go back to San I need to come up here and volunteer, guys coming out of prison, and help encourage them and I talk to them about Christ and what Christ can do for them as I tell them what he's doing and going to do for me, you know, yes. and have a job, yes. and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, uh. I started volunteering there for a year and a half. I volunteered and the company decided to hire me. as wow. a program coordinator. So, and I've been there ever since I got out of prison. I've been working there 11 years.
0: And okay, so uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. For those who didn't get what he just said, now there's needs that he's going to have to have met coming out of prison. First of all, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have any money. Don't have resources. So, and he's trying to rebuild and find himself. But in the process of doing all that, he said, God told him to do certain things. Mm -hmm. This man went and volunteered, volunteered, not asking for anything other than to be of service. He's saying, let me serve, just let me serve. Through his service, an opportunity and a door gateway opened up, which led to, I'm gonna let him tell the story. Because it's leading all the way to something that's way bigger than he could even imagine or think when he started volunteering. All he wanted to do was serve and help. Go ahead, Harry.
1: When I came out of prison, George, I told God that I was going to trust him.
0: Because
1: mm. God, when I got ready to get out of prison, I, 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 the first time in my life, going in and out of incarceration, when I would get out, I would never feel, I would be excited about getting out because I knew I was going to eventually get high. But this time when I was getting out of prison, man, I had these butterflies of fear in my gut. And I got, why am I scared to get out of prison? See, prison had kept me safe from my own self while, you know, while I was in there. And so I knew that once I got out of prison, I would have the authority to start doing what I want to do. And I and I felt that in my gut. Mm-hmm. And i never forget a couple of days before I got released, God said, if you trust me, and you get out of here and you do everything you said you do. He said, I'm going to be with you and I'm not going to lead you astray. So when I got out, George, like you said, uh, you know, I you know, want to marry my my wife today. So I didn't have a job. During that year and a half that I volunteered, I think I got two temporary employment. One of them was spanning a uh, span about two months and the other one spanning a uh, span about four months. So okay. out of them four okay. months, I was trying to save every penny I could to buy her uh, 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 a wedding ring that she deserves, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to just go buy no uh, uh one and a one and a half carry. I want to get like a three or four carry diamond ring to let her know that, yeah, I really yeah. want to cost me about four or five thousand dollars. So I was saving that money up, Jordan. I'm just saving every penny I got, I was saving, other than when I was going up to Safe Harbor to the ministry, and the, the pastor at the time was preaching and he was trying to get the guys in the program to to, to learn how to give. Yes. take an yes. offering. So I yes. would be an except I was like, look, I need money at oh, home. I got family. I don't even have a job, but I'm going to give. And I was yes. so yes. into so that ministry. so I was so incredible. into that ministry. I give an offering, man. And, you know, so I remember her coming to me one time. She was like, oh, I thought you were supposed to get my wedding, wedding ring. And I was like, I'm trying to save and get you a good wedding She was like, forget that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think she ended up with about a two, a two-carat diamond ring, but, yeah. but I remember, I remember, I just didn't want to do anything mediocre this time in my life, George. Mm-hmm. I wanted everything that I did to be above and beyond, including the service mm-hmm. that I gave to God. I wanted to strive for above and beyond, you know. And this woman, I felt like she deserved, it, you know, and. Uh, So for those for that year year and a half, I volunteered. I I sold into that ministry. I mean, you know, I'm gonna tell you, I was in debt when I came out of prison. I was in debt for somewhere around $30,000. And I didn't have a job to pay for. And what little money I had worked on a job, I had to take a $1,000 and file bankruptcy. Whoa. which was humiliating to me and i'm trying to say, you i was like god you, you, i told you i was going to trust you god but here you know, i'm having to file bankruptcy but i didn't yeah. understand filing yeah. bankruptcy was a step in the way he yeah. wanted to get me to a financial a financial place he was in other words getting rid of it that, that bankruptcy was getting rid of that old debt to mm-hmm. bring in that new resources and financial Whoa. opportunities Ooh, to me so I, I, so I filed bankruptcy and you know and uh so after that uh i remember this company sent me an invite for a credit card for with a, a credit limit of $350. <laughs> I had never had a credit card in my name before, George. Oh, wow. So I was excited about a $350 credit limit on a credit card. And uh, man, I tell you, when I got that credit card, every time I bought something, I paid it out. I bought something, I paid it, out. I stopped being responsible. Mm. I started being mindful about what I spent and how I spent it. Uh, uh, and so it had to, I had to have a different mindset about the resources that I had didn't belong to me; they belonged to God. I had to mm-hmm. understand that anything that I can acquire that's on this earth, God made it all before He made me, and He made for me to enjoy and be responsible with it. If I don't be responsible with it, what belongs to Him, He's gonna take that access back. So, uh,
0: but you were sowing that, that seed, you were sowing that seed in according to Malachi when yes, you sow that seed. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's gonna be given back to you, replenished from far and above what you could even ask or think. So now the George, doorway you, of finances open up for and you. And I'm gonna tell you, when I
1: first started sewing, I was so, first of all, excited that I sold to begin with because I never really was a giver. I was always a receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always trying to be a receiver in my life. Just to be honest, which I was mainly a receiver. I would give sometime, but not you know, but. Yeah. Uh, when I started giving, I did not understand the ramification of uh, sowing and reaping.
0: Yes. So
1: so I didn't understand the period between sowing and reaping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So sowing and planting, when you're planting something, you don't expect it to pop out of the ground yes. in 24 hours. Yeah. So the important part for me was to learn was the waiting period Talk between to me. sowing yes. and reaping. <laughs> so I'm so glad that I kept myself uh, trusting God. And that's what helped me go through the waiting period. That helped me go through uh, the period where I had to learn to patiently wait on God to do what he say he's going to do. Because if he say he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Oh, for sure.
0: Absolutely. He's going
1: to do it. Yeah. So I had to learn how that waiting process was just as good as the, the sowing and the reaping part. Wow. Because the, the waiting part is the testimonial Now you're you are talking. trust God.
0: Now you're talking, bro.
1: So, I mean, I mean, so I had to learn even to this day, George, I learned that when I give, I get to hurry up and give so I can hurry up and wait. Oh, glory. Ooh. I want to hurry <laughs> up and give so I can hurry up and so wait. So I can hurry up and wait. All right. So if I hurry up and wait, God ain't going to waste no time doing what he said he's going to
0: do. Oh, you know? my goodness. The so, only
1: reason why a person have to wait so long is because they're not waiting right. Uh, you have to wait with the right attitude. Yes. You have to wait like you know he already did what he's already done. Yes. He's he's already done it. Yeah. And when you walk away like you, matter of fact, I remember a year or so ago when the VA finally, after all the years, approved me uh, for my service connected injury from the military. They always denied me Mm and denied me, denied me. And then, uh, you know, I got to the point where I said, Lord, I trusted you and all this stuff so far. Why trust you with this? Because, God, if they don't give me that, then I know you got me no matter what. And George, I promised from the moment I that rolled off my tongue, wasn't even 30 days later, a, a letter came in my mailbox. Wow. And that they had back paid me, you know, so much amount of time. But I remember not only was that happening, there were other stuff happening. Like there were checks coming in the mailbox. Checks that what? never came in the mailbox with my name on it. Yeah, I'm talking about four-digit figures. Checks were coming in the mailbox. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the state was sending me back checks saying, hey, we owe you $2,000. And so and then I was getting checks from somewhere. And so I remember my wife came in and showed you how she, she can recognize, you know, situations. And she said, you know what? She said, wow, you standing up under open heaven. Ooh. And she was so right because that's what I realized. And I start, and I you know, I started going and inviting people to come stand next to me, George. I was like, hey, if you want to be blessed, come stand next to me. Ooh, just stand right you. here.
0: Amen. Yeah, just stand next to me because where I am standing I'm standing up on the open heaven, You know, oh my god, now that is incredible yeah. testimony. Man, George, God has done some things
1: that I never you know, he told Solomon because he asked for the right thing.
0: Yeah, And not oh, only was he going to give
1: him what he asked for, he's going to give him the stuff he didn't ask for. Yes. God is giving me today stuff that I did not even ask for, man. Just like in Job, he gave me
0: my daughter back and he gave me two more granddaughters with. Exactly. So tell me that increase right there. Listen, <laughs> let me remind <laughs> this audience because in part one, we gave a little background. So now here we're talking to a brother yeah. that came from. Not only drug addiction, prison. Yeah, and I remember a time when God, I remember this day so vividly. One day, we we've been knowing each other for so long. It, it would be it would take us hours to tell this man's whole story, but what he's yeah. giving us the nuggets he's dropping on us right now is so powerful. I want to keep. You know let letting him share because i think this this whole segment all both series part one and part two is for somebody and i'm not yes. just one somebody yeah a lot of somebody it's, it's for a mass of people it's for a mass of people and i it's remember one day you remember the day when 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 i called you and you weren't answering and i came to your house and you open the door and pull me inside. I'm like, what's going on? You're like, man, there's somebody's out there. I'm like, Eric, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, listen, you go in there and clean up, yada, yada, we're gonna go back to my house. Went to my house, my wife cooked dinner for you, blessed you up real good, fed you. And we sat there and we just talked. And I was just, I, I just, I can remember that day like it was yesterday. But what I saw was, is that man, this dude I love needs somebody. And yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even leave you that day. You were like, man, get out of here, out of here, out of here. yeah, yeah, And I said, no, you're going with me, to, you're going yeah. with me today. Yeah. And, and then, yes, and from that day, and then after all, all the things that we talked about in the past of the, the, the podcast, was that we lost track of each, we each other, we lost time, then we ended up, oh, yes. we ended up coming back. And, and we ended up reuniting after in the Little Rock situation. And then yes. I end up connecting with you again. And then we yes. end up back together again. Let's yes. talk about that, bro. Most definitely. Let's talk about the Arab remaining.
1: But let me say this, George, which is so important because the focus should not be, and, and, and it is not, on just what God did for me. He did what He God did for me. He did as an instrument for other people to see what he wants to do for them.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: Just like Christ was a forerunner for all of us, you know the same way god used in this cocaine and this heavy drug pandemic that has plagued our nation and the world for the past 30 30- to forty years that uh, a lot of people died in it, but some survived and some turned their life to Christ. So now the ones that are still stuck in it, God gonna use these people that He pulled out of them if, if they accept their full assignment. And I want right. to say this that right. now God say so we don't want I don't want to get to the place where I think God just gonna do everything for me. Going right. back to what I said right. earlier about uh, you know uh, I, God gets all the credit. Yes, but right. I have to do the footwork. Right. So because the Bible talks about how faith without works, you know, it ain't really what faith is. If there's exactly. if there's really faith, you will start operating like you really believe that God's going to do it for you. Mm. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I want to say that it has not been an easy road and change. Anything worth having is not going to be easy. And I'm glad that it wasn't. So now it's more valuable to me. All the effort and energy I put in the tears that I cried when nobody was around. The yes. way I felt, you know, trying to change my life. And, and I'm going to tell you about the mindset too. Watch this. I, what I love so much about Coming to understand the mind that God gave me, God even though God delivered me, God said I'm not just like Paul when he said that uh, you know he he consulted the Lord three times about this thorn in his side, you know that God would take it away from him, and Jesus said my grace is sufficient for you. But it goes on down even further. Way was explained to Paul that that this thorn was placed in you, uh, you know, uh, as a buffer, so that you won't get blown up in pride and think you. You know, you somebody because the spirit of God is using you. So yes. Um, yes. I have to understand that in my mindset that God allows me not to forget mm. how to go and mess up my life on drugs. Yes. I still very well easily know how to do that. And the more mm. God bless me, he put in the put me in a position where it would be easy for me to do that.
0: Yes. You see what I'm saying? So, yes.
1: So with that being said, I thank God for not taking that away from me right but at the same time you know i have to exercise my mind every day i wake up George. Uh one of the things god showed me as in if i'm going to have a relationship with him going back to the scripture i just read to you uh uh i have to present my body to him mm. acceptable so if i got to present not just my mind but my whole body then i should be sitting up watching too much TV. I should be exercising when I'm supposed to exercise, and especially at my age, I should be taking the right uh, uh, vitamins and nutrition that I should t- I should eat properly. I should know how to wean myself by now off sugar. You know, the, the Bible says when a child was a child, he did childish thing. You know, I should right. wean myself right. off the things that's not good for my body in this day in in my age. So that relationship, how can I say I love God and I ain't treating this vessel that that, that the Holy Spirit has to live in? Mm-hmm. so i have to t- understand even to the degree that this body is not my own yes yes that is a vessel god used so that he can reach other people so every day i have to exercise my mind to challenge my mindset to understand the difference between uh the things that my mind has learned how to do and the things that god want to teach me how to do so if I focus too much on the past, you know, you know, even in the, in the 12-step program, it says we won't regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. But we will come to know a new freedom and a new happiness if we line up with mm-hmm. the purpose of God mm-hmm. in us. So, so with that being said, every day I wake up, I understand that I have a greater responsibility to because you don't know who's watching you. You don't know what kind of example how you can influence somebody to do a little bit better so we i have to always i don't have to walk on eggshells but have to be conscious of
0: my conduct i
1: have to be conscious of my behavior i have to be conscious of my surroundings and i have to know when god is taking me somewhere and he want me to either uh, tell my story or just be a listening ear to somebody because sometimes people just want somebody to get to Exactly. It's, it's, it's some, when you got somebody that don't want, you know, if a person would just want, I can't wait till you be quiet so I can give them all this. <laughs> like a lot of people don't yeah. want to share stuff, but if they know you're just going to listen, they're going to give them no advice, they're going to be glad to talk to you about what Absolutely. they're going have, you know. Absolutely. And I think the only thing if somebody sharing with me that uh, after they get through sharing with me, you know, my only words is that God loves you, so I love you too. Yes. yes. I, I heard everything that you said you did and all that, but that's mm-hmm. not going to stop me from loving you. Because God loved me after all the stuff I done did. So I'm just so grateful to yo the when I first I'm a YouTuber. So how I found out, George, about you uh doing the mindset mastery, I was on YouTube. You know, I was on YouTube and it popped up. I don't it popped up and I was like, <laughs> so I immediately subscribed, I immediately clicked like, I immediately hit the bell before I even opened it up and looked at the content. But I tell you, when I opened up the content and listened to the content, how genuine you were starting at the bottom and approaching. I'm gonna show you how I follow you, George, I, from your first video and the, the few views that it had. And I noticed the last video you did with Miss, uh, what's her name?
0: Uh, Zoe. Uh,
1: yes. So it hit uh, almost 500 views, I think, right at 500 views. And I was so excited how you, and that's the way God gonna take mindset. Ma- George Rice, the Mindset Master, you're going to take it higher and higher and higher because you're presenting a service to a wide audience across the whole world, man, that, that like you said, stories that needs to get out, man, and it's amazing work that you're doing, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. I'm glad that you, uh, uh, and, I, and I knew you felt like, I'm glad that you trusted me to come on this platform and just really be sincere about the passion of what I do. I want to say this, and I don't take credit that uh, uh, I did something great to get to this position because I didn't go to college. Uh, I don't have a degree, but coming out of prison and dedicating my life to God, not only did uh, this company I was telling you earlier hired me after a year and a half as a program coordinator within a year and a half after that, uh, uh, they made me uh, uh, what's called operate their staffing agency. I was the mm-hmm. coordinator over their staffing mm-hmm. agency which operated in the neighborhood of two to three million dollars a year. So uh, for an organization to trust me with that kind of, that shows that, you know, that these people was willing to trust God and trust in me. And so I did that for three and a half years. And, and i never forget the president called me one day, George, and he asked me, listen to me, didn't apply for the position. He asked me to, be, to accept the position of director. So, and not only uh, am I director for the past, Five years at this organization, the pastor and the director. I'm also uh, the president of the Central Arkansas team to combat homelessness, and uh, so God is like I said, standing. I'm standing up on the open heaven, not necessarily with just finances, but also with uh, meaningful positions in our community to help those that're suffering in, in a lot of areas. I want. I want to, George. Is it okay if I introduce my wife, this woman who has helped oh, me no. get to where I'm hey, at today? Absolutely. Right, this is the lady I was telling y'all about who. Uh, <laughs> Help me get to where I am today. I mean, she's a blessing from God. And I thank Tell God her. for all of the heartache and the heart, the pain that she put up with dealing with me on a daily basis, a moment-by-moment basis, looking okay. after me, taking care of me, making sure I eat, am I hungry, am I reading my word If I'm doing the stuff I need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when you know when God got somebody in your corner that really cares and concerned about you, and she truly is, a woman after God's own heart, because sometimes I come home, George, and the door will be shut. When our bedroom door shut, I know she in there consulting with God and she'll mm-hmm. be in the midst of oh, prayer
0: man. with talk to brothers. me. And I'm
1: talking about and she did I hope she knows how much that fuels my dedication to the Lord when I
0: see yeah, her,
1: you know, searching after God so hard, you know. So
0: uh Harry, I just thank scoot, God. Scoot, yeah, scoot yeah, over just cool. a little bit. Scoot over a little bit to your left, cause yeah. I want to see. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I want to see this lady because we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I am so grateful and and I'm so blessed to grace your presence again yeah. today. You. And, yeah. And, yeah. and watching what you've done to co partner with my brother over there. Yeah. Because yeah. he needed he needed you and God knew he needed you in his life. I still need it, George. Oh, absolutely.
1: Hey, George. I told hey. him he was a damn in the rough when I met him. I told, <laughs> him, I told him all I can see in him was potential. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I knew it was there, just waiting to come out. Absolutely. And I hope you don't mind, George. I'm gonna make a simple request because no, no, not yet. I'm gonna make a simple request because a lot of couples are gonna need to see something like this. Because, yes. Uh this woman has been praying for me when I'm here and when I'm not here, and I just want to give him an example how a, a, a relationship is supposed to be. And I'm gonna ask this woman to lay her hands on my forehead and pray for me right here so the audience over this podcast can see it. Come on, sweetheart. Yes, I'm gonna be coming for you right now in the mighty name Jesus. of Jesus. Lord, God, you God. say when two or more come together that you're always in the midst, Father. You, Lord, God. I just thank you for lifting Eric up out of an area God. of God. darkness Jesus. in his yes, life, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank Amen. you for bringing Amen. him through. Lord, I thank Amen. you for healing his Amen. body. And Lord, and let him walk up right before you, Father. You, Lord, we thank you for all your you. mercy and grace, Father. And everything you. that you've done for us, and everything yeah. else that you're
0: gonna do for us, Hallelujah. Father and Lord, this I just thank ask you. and pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We yeah. thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. See, Hallelujah. see, Hallelujah. now, see, now you get deep over there on me. Now y'all <laughs> try, y'all trying to get deep, and, and then on top of that, now you're gonna make me a little bit jealous because my woman, no, my no, well, no. No, just no, no just because my wife is not here right now. But but that's what you call a virtuous woman, and and see every man needs a woman like that in his life yep. to yes, so that so that now you that unity is, is is shaping and molding constantly over a period of time till it gets to the most per- perfect in a way of perfection that it can be and you got to have that to just be fulfilled right. and, and boy y'all just bless me y'all have made just, my day I That's, just
1: want people to understand George that. Uh, if you're going to have anything that's uh, worthwhile out of life that has any meaning to it, especially considering the way our society is today. There's so much going on in our society. I remember us coming up in the 60s and in Memphis, George, and all the stuff was going on in Memphis, you know, Ooh. growing Ooh. up, we would think by now, the world would have been, came together and with, you know, with some common sense and yeah. getting along mm-hmm. and all the, But you, when you see the famine and all the different uh, issues that our society is plagued with, and uh, the mm-hmm. children that are coming up having to feel that if I can make a difference in my life so that somebody can see and have a brighter future, then that's that's what I need to be putting forth. So one of the first things I want to one of the things that I want to say that's so important to me is that the last thing I would want people to think is that uh, I'm so high spiritually that I ain't uh, no for earthy no no earthly good. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I have a long way to go in God, and that I still have shortcomings, yeah. and God knows what all of them are. And I, I just cannot try to sweep them under the rug like they don't exist. Yes. But I cannot let those shortcomings stop me from uh, uh, pumping up my energy in the morning and going out on assignment because what we're actually in is really a warfare. That's right. mm-hmm. Not a warfare of the body and killing another person's body, but it's a warfare yes. of a higher yes. place, the yes. warfare in the mind. That's yes. where the warfare yes. happens at. The battlefield is in the mind. So exactly. if I start with my battlefield, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Instead of, because it's easy for me to go out there and try to tell everybody else what they need to be doing right. Mm-hmm. But I need to be looking at the stuff that I need to be getting right in my mind and continue to press forward. And that's God's forgiveness and move forward and, and prostrate before him because I do not come before him a perfect individual, only perfect in my uh, uh, my walk with Christ as far as you know, submitting to him and even admitting the fact that when I, I, I don't want to, you know, I, Sometimes I hate when I had to go to my wife and tell her, you know, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. But absolutely.
0: absolutely. Right. Sometimes I say even though I'm
1: ahead, I'm wrong. Right.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. It was good to meet you. Oh, it was good to see you as well. Maybe
1: we'll get to visit each
0: other. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Real soon. Okay. Mm. Yep.
1: So I just, I just want, I just want the, the audience, George, to know that this is not just something that's that anybody can have. I mean, anybody can have. This is not for those that really need this. This ain't for the people that need It's the whole world, dying world, that need to have a profound relationship with God, understand their mindset, and move forward uh, with, with the great things that God has promised in his word for them. But it's for the ones that really want it. The ones that, I mean, you want it with a passion that you're willing to get up and do something about it. George, I was telling you earlier about when I applied after bankruptcy, I applied for that credit card. And uh and and I say this to the glory of God because anything I possess belongs to him. And uh so today I have multiple credit cards and I, I think my highest Credit balance is like $25,000. I think I have a total of $75,000 in credit card. That don't mean I'm supposed to go out there and spend all that money on it, but the fact, that I have access to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, God, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about uh, something that I have been uh, procrastinating on lately, and I've been researching for the past two weeks, and I've already actually put the wheels in motion to start. It was about investing. Uh, some of the finances God has blessed me with, something yes. that I've never yes. did before, Some I've always said I need to do investing in the stock market, investing mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, securities and mutual funds. And I've already started with this small app. I'm starting out small and I'm trying to learn more before I go into bigger mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm starting yes. with the small thing called yes. Acorn. Yes, absolutely. It's just so amazing what I've learned just in the past week or two just by watching the uh, uh, Bloomfield channel and yes. going on YouTube, pulling yes. up uh, a lot of different introductory to beginners in the stock market, so I'm going to be investing in the stock market here, moving in the future through prayer, though, first, and asking yes. God yes. to move on me when I should, you know, invest and what to invest in, but I do not Excellent. want God' money to be just sitting dormant, you know what I mean? I want to... His- Money to move forward with action and power because believe me, the more access we have to God's resources is the more people that we can reach out and reach and help. Because the word does say is that the wealth of the wicked
0: is laid up, is
1: stored yeah. up for the just, Amen. so you know. I, so, I just want to be one Amen. of the individuals that's uh, not only a, a blessing to God and to God's purpose, but also a blessing to my family and a blessing to my community and a yes. blessing to the people that, that's around me.
0: Well, brother, let me tell you this you have blessed me, you blessed an audience that's gonna, that needed to hear your story, your testimony, and then you brought your wife on to validate and solidify yeah, man, the position in your household. So now you, you've encouraged a couple, some couples around or some married people to help to understand how to interact with one another with love and when you put God in the house, Yes. Look what can happen. There's it's unlimited. Yes, sir. The the possibilities are unlimited. That's right. God is the head over the house and the marital structure.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, and the mindset is so amazing, Joy. Because I'm gonna tell you that woman you just met. Since we've been married, because God knew what He His purpose was between me and her union and getting together. Now God knew all that, and the devil knew it too. So the devil had been trying to sabotage our relationship, mm. destroy our relationship, even use some of my family members to cause conflict in our relationship. But you know, we went through. We've been going through a lot of stuff and went through a lot of stuff. But through it all, through it all, we relied on the Lord and we trusted Him because you know I. I experienced heartbreak and hardship in my life. Yes. So that don't yes. throw me off the rails today. Right. You know, I can All suck right. it up and keep on moving. I just if it ain't in the Bible, then I'm not going to use it as a core foundation to stand on. You know right, what I mean? Right. So mm. <laughs> the Bible says that uh, uh that uh that uh, uh bring two together and they become one. You know what I'm saying? He said what God has joined together. Let no man put a son. You know, yes. So, and me and my wife, we—I'm not going to tell people. It's been easy, and diff- I think some of the most difficult times it was what draw us closer together. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We had the, the most troubling time. We we both feel like we just had enough of that other person. It made yes. us realize that the jewel that God had gave us—that we need to uh, push past our own personal feelings and emotions and push past to God's purpose.
0: Well, see, you talked about some of the things that I discuss in my book, what's, what's the, what's the holdup?
1: What's the holdup?
0: What's the holdup? Nothing's going to get in my way. And we talk about, I talk about the core foundation and the core foundation for both of us is our spiritual base is, is the Bible. You have to have a core foundation or else, what you're building on is going to crumble. It's like real estate. If I go build a house that's and right. the ground is all soft and soggy that's right. and the, the, the foundation I in is going to eventually, with all that weight on it, it's going to eventually right. fall, sway, mm-hmm. move because Boy, it's not knowledge. stable. That's a good analogy. Yeah, so you need yes, that sir. foundation. You got to have a foundation. For some people who haven't come into the knowledge of the word yet, their foundation may be something else, but eventually... Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to come to a settlement of what that is, that's right, and, and you're gonna have to ride and die with it. And if that's you right. do, like you did, phew, the sky's a yeah. limit, my brother. Thank you,
1: thank you, if you have
0: any pardon words that you want to leave with the audience. But you've said enough, so if, I understand if you've exhausted it and, and, well, and, 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 and you have given us enough. But if there's anything else you want to say, I want you to go ahead and say it to the audience. And I want to thank you and your lovely wife for coming on and being a part of what I feel God is allowing me to do, through which is my ministry, going Amen. forth out to the world to share and bring guests like you on, so that it can be a healing, and it can be something that's going to uplift them to move into their great to to, to their greatness. I want to move people into their greatness.
1: Thank you, George. I do want to say this to the audience: if they would just Understand this dynamic. Uh, God is the one that created man. He created men, and he the Bible says he created men in his image. So for every, if he created men, then he created every man to have a ministry. Hmm. If he created men, he created every man to have a ministry. Hmm. Okay. So there's a purpose. Purpose in God in every I don't care how far you have strayed away from God. I it just it, it's a very few people that have strayed away from God father as I have. But you can't stray away from God father, and he's able to reach and bring you back in if you're willing mm. to submit and, and accept his, his help. So I, I just want to thank you George again uh for blessing me with this opportunity to share uh a portion of my story with your uh viewing audience and uh, I look forward to any other time that you welcome me back. Uh, yes. On whatever platform, man, it's been a blessing. It has been enriching, enriching my heart and enriching me according to God's purpose in me.
0: Thank you, my brother. Thank you, yes, thank sir. you, thank you. And we will definitely have you back on again. Yes, so, sir. God bless you. Thank, thank everybody for tuning in. Again, your host George Reicher, Mindset Mastery, my brother Eric Alexander. God bless you and your loving family. May God's blessing continue to pour over you in your life. And we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you.